This is Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zephard, only on 101.9 High FM. Haponim Values, according to its website, are inter alia to promote a deep personal and ideological connection to Judaism, to Israel, and to South Africa. How do the youth of today actualize these values in their everyday activities? I was curious to learn more about this, and so my first guest today is Aaron Gordon, who is the Skranitz Mascara, or the Deputy Secretary General of Haborim. As always, you're welcome to join in the conversation. You can tweet me at FM, you can SMS me on 34519, or you can WhatsApp me on 061-895-1019. Founded in 1929 in the U.K., Haponim spread to all English-speaking countries where it developed its own independent version of the original movement. Its core ideology is to foster a Jewish, socialist, Zionist, cultural youth movement. So what does Haponim in South Africa look like today? To answer that question, I have in studio with me Aaron Gordon, Sklanet Maskera, or the Deputy Secretary General of Haponim. Aaron, welcome and thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. Um, Aaron, I was kind of intrigued to learn that Habonim actually started in the UK in 1929. Um, Yes, that is what the first place where Habonim started and then it came to South Africa in 1930. So we actually have our 90th anniversary next year, which is incredibly exciting. Um, And we didn't start as Habonim Draw, we actually started as Habonim, which was a Scouts movement, and only later merged with the Draw movement, which came out of Warsaw in Poland during the Holocaust. So we have 90 years of um, Habonim history here in South Africa, and I'm sure many of the listeners are kind of now reminiscing about the role that Habonim and other youth movements played in their lives and in their shaping their identity. To what extent are youth today interested in becoming part of a youth movement, and how many of them are joining? So I think we're still in a very good space in terms of youth movements. We still have hundreds of Hanachim who come to our programs throughout the year and almost a thousand at Machane at the end of the year. So I don't think we're in a crisis in any respect, but I do think there is a trend more amongst parents who, who no longer see the value of it, but I know everyone who is involved in Habonim and especially myself, believe that the youth movement is still a very important part of developing children and creating critical thinkers and creating leaders for the Jewish community. Um, so I, I do believe that children are still interested. I don't think we have a crisis on our hands, but I do think that our relevance is more important than ever. Okay, we're going to take a break now. And then after the break, we're going to look at that kind of evolution of of Habonim, Habonim Draw, over the last 90 years and going forward, how you see the the movement staying relevant. This is Jewish Board Talk with Sheree Zephard, only on 101.9 High FM. And I'm talking to Aaron Gordon, who's Nit Maskira, for Habonim, 90 years, where South Africa is celebrating 90 years of Habonim. Aaron, tell me of 91 years. No, 19 no, in 2020. In 2020. We're coming up to its 90th anniversary. Tell me about the evolution of the movement and where it is today in terms of its core identity, which includes Tikkun Olam. 
So, as I mentioned earlier, Habonim actually started off as a scouting movement. It started as a space for Jewish youth to come together to to do something and and to be together. And over the years, it it became more about Aliyah, more about being Zionist, and more about moving towards something bigger. And so in the 60s and in the 40s and and that sort of period, you had masses of Aliyah to go and build the state of Israel. And then once the state of Israel was built and the kibbutzim existed, there there was a, a change and we started focusing on Jews in the diaspora and how we can how we can build our Jewish community and still maintain a Jewish Zionist identity in a slightly different framework because the state already existed. So how do we support Israel and how do we build the state of Israel without the need to physically go and work the land? Um, and that comes through pulot and activities and bringing Jewish youth together and running activities to to foster a greater Jewish identity, which is why I think it's so important, because we provide a space for Jewish youth to come together and say, why are we important? Why is our community important? And why is the state of Israel important? Um, I think the biggest change that we've had is, as you mentioned earlier, we started off as a socialist movement, um, but obviously when the the Soviet Union fell and socialism became something that wasn't relevant to our day-to-day, we changed. So our socialist pillar fell away in the early 2000s and now exists as equality and service to humanity. And a big part of that is tikkun olam, which I know you wanted to speak about, and trying to create a better world through Jewish values because each of our three pillars, while they stand alone, are also incredibly intertwined because our Judaism and Zionism and equality and service to humanity all pull values from each other so that we can create one sort of Jewish identity that works towards creating a better world. What are the, some of the tikkun olam activities that you are involved in in South Africa? So one of the big things we've done this year is we ran a, a drive for an organization called EPIC, which stands for Empowering People in Crisis, along with the Cape Town Zionist Federation. And this was incredibly successful. We actually dropped everything off yesterday, and they were so excited about it. They create packs for men, women, and children who are escaping abuse or have experienced sexual assault. And these are the first things that they they receive when they go to a hospital, go to a shelter. So we've been working closely with them and helping them pack their packs and find things that they're desperate for. Um, and then we also work with an organization called the Zona Bloom Project in Cape Town, which is an after-school care center. And um, our madrachim go dr- during the week and they run activities for the kids, do their homework with them, make sure that they're safe and have somewhere to go and have an extramural. And that's about it for now. We have some other stuff coming up later in the year, um, especially with Epic. We've paired up with them now. We've partnered with them. So we have some exciting things that they're developing and we, we're going to help them with. Erin, you also mentioned that... Um 
I think it was just before we came on that you've just got off a group to Israel. How important is Israel and sending our youth to Israel for Havonim? So I think it's incredibly important. We have a couple Israel programs, in fact. At the moment, we have our Discover Israel trip, which has 45 people on it. They've been there for a couple days now. And this is a free Israel trip for anyone out of school. And then we have our Shorashim program, which has 50 people on it for grade 10s. And then we have our Shnat Gapia program with about 10 participants on it, which is a full year in Israel. And the reason that we think it's so important to send people to Israel is because we sit in South Africa and we engage in Zionism and we talk about how important it is, but you can never really understand until you're there and you're experiencing it. So we want to send as many people as possible to go and see Israel and experience it and have the opportunity that many people in our community don't have because it's... It's really difficult to go overseas, which is why we developed the Discover Israel program last year. Um, Erin, I know at some point a little while back, Habonim was kind of um, seen to be anti-Zionistic. And I just wonder if you want to just talk to that. Sure. I mean, I think any assertion that Habonim is not a Zionist movement is completely outrageous. You know, we we think... It, I, as we as we spoke about earlier, like the movement develops and it changes and as it has more leadership. And, in fact, our last three movement workers actually made Aliyah um, because they thought that it was important to go and build the state of Israel and be a part of it. And we have these programs because we're Zionist. And not only do we have these programs, but we also, every single year for our bring a delegation of Israelis to be Madrachim on our so that our Chanechim can actually engage with Israelis on Israel and, and understand firsthand what it means to be an Israeli and what it means for us in the diaspora to be Zionist. And above that, we also bring a delegation, last year for the first time, and we're going to do it again this year, we bring a delegation of Hanachim from the Israeli border, which is on one of the most vol- in one of the most volatile areas of, of Israel, to our Machane to give them a break and engage with our Hanachim and create relationships so that also our Hanachim have a relationship more personal with Hanachim in Israel. Do you think um, that Zionism in South Africa is on the way, not on the, among the youth? Um, I definitely think that South African Jewish youth have a Zionist identity. Uh, it's one of the reasons I think that the youth movement is so important because it's a space where they can actually engage with it and create an opinion and make it part of their identity as opposed to something that they think they should be because they're Jewish, but rather be Zionist because they understand why the state of Israel is important, understand why it should be a part of our identities. Um, Erin, the other thing we were talking about was how much you grow in a youth movement. Once you're part of a youth movement and you go on camp or participate in activities, the personal growth that you experience. And I just wonder, I know you in between studies, you finished your, your undergraduate degree, you've got to go back and study. I just wonder for you, what kind, what do you have received from being part of Habonium at a um, leadership level? 
So I think I, I've received a lot. Um, I've been part of Habonim for 13 years. So I've, I've grown a lot throughout that time. As a child, it helped me develop my social skills. And I think I speak for a lot of people when I say that. You come into a space where you're interacting with people you never thought you would interact with at school and you create relationships based on who people are as opposed to the preconceived ideas of who they are just because of how you mix things up and you're forced to sort of interact with people you wouldn't usually interact with. And then you have your pulot, which make you make you think for yourself as opposed to to just like writing down what you what you what you've heard because for the first time in your life someone's challenging you on what you say and i think that's definitely influenced me in my studies and the way that I've developed as a person and the way that I interact. Unfortunately, we have to leave it there. As much as I am enjoying the conversation, Erin, thank you so much for coming in and good luck with it. And if anybody would like your contact details, a quick number. Um, you can email me on erin at habo.org.za or you can phone our offices on 011 786 7046. Thank you so much for taking the time.